Well, hello. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast on wisdom. Wisdom in our marriage. What does that look like? It's important to have wisdom in our marriage. It certainly is. And it's important to have wisdom in our vocation, whatever we do in our family. Wisdom is important. We get a lot of wisdom these days from books that we read and things like that, lessons we learn by parents or grandparents. But let's take a look at what wisdom really is. In our secular world, sort of a definition goes like this, the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Well, that's good. That's true. Having experience, how do you get the experience? By doing things over time and you're building knowledge and and good judgment. That's all important. But what is the Bible definition of wisdom? For example, the Bible defines wisdom as deriving from a relationship with God himself. Wisdom originates from reverence and submission to the Lord. It comes through a relationship with God, redemptively yielding self and will, heart and mind to Him. Fear of God is a prerequisite to wisdom. Think about that. It really is. Submitting yourself wholly to the Lord, obeying, believing, understanding, and receiving his truth. Those are a lot of prerequisites. Those are the things that go along with having true wisdom. So to hear wisdom's advice, we must be willing to listen. We cannot let pride stand in our way. Pride is thinking more highly of ourselves than of God. If we think we know better than God, we have fallen into foolish pride. When we feel we have no need of God's direction, we are all perhaps ignoring the bridge that connects us to him, humility. So why would someone think that they have more wisdom than God? I guess because they truly don't know him. But to know God is to know that you can have true wisdom because he says to us in his word, if you lack wisdom, you can ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to you. So that's important. Why is listening important? Because we can understand what's being said. So when we listen, even in our marriage, we listen to understand. We don't listen to judge. If we think we are more highly of ourselves, we miss the wisdom God wants us to have. So we can't be thinking more highly than ourselves because we're not there. God is there, but greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. In other words, God will give us true wisdom, and the enemy tries to distort things in our life all the time. But God's wisdom is true wisdom. What would make us think that we are better than God? Well, probably the biggest thing would be self-pride, right? Self-pride. Thinking that, guess what? Well, I built this, I made this, and um, it's all here because of me. That's sort of self-pride and uh, an ego thing, you know? We don't do that. Why would someone think they they don't need any of God's direction? Well, I guess they would think that way because they really don't really know him for who he is and what he did for us. We clearly need to acknowledge and recognize all our wisdom comes from above. It's so true. If we have any wisdom at all, it's because of the wisdom that God has given to us. And that's great, great wisdom. You know, the book of Proverbs tells us about people who have wisdom and enjoy its benefits. For example, in Proverbs through chapter 3 and verse 4, it talks about the person who has wisdom and the benefits of that wisdom. For example, The person who has wisdom is loyal. That's good. And the benefit of that is long, satisfying life. The person who has wisdom is kind. Are you kind? Well, the benefits of that would be favor with God's people. 
are people and God, God's and, and his people. The person who has wisdom, trust in the Lord. And the benefits of that wisdom is reputation for good judgment. The person who has wisdom puts God first. That's important. And the benefit is success. The person who has wisdom turns back, turns his back on evil. And the benefit is health and vitality. The person who has wisdom knows right from wrong, has that discernment. And the benefit is riches, honor, pleasure, and peace. The person who has wisdom listens and learns. And the benefit of that wisdom is protection. Wow, look at all that. Look at all those things that wisdom can provide for us. So what is the difference between wisdom and common sense, you ask? Well, common sense is the ability God gives to all people to think and make correct choices. You can believe in God or not. It's a choice you make. And the same with, is with wisdom. You can think you have all the wisdom in the world, but you may have no wisdom at all because it's foolish wisdom. Wisdom, however, he gives only to those who follow him. Wisdom includes common sense, but it goes beyond it. It also includes the knowledge that comes from instruction, training, and discipline. It's all about that, training and discipline. For example, listen to this Proverbs. I love this proverb. And I think I always tell this to my wife because she was truly a Proverbs 231 lady. And it says this, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Her mouth only speaks things that will bless and benefit others. Even if it's rebuke, she speaks the truth in love. Wow, what a, what a great attribute that is. My wife always made sure she did things like that, always spoke the truth in love. So when you think about wisdom again in a marriage, what strategy for effective living should there be? Well, that's just it. The strategy for effective living and wisdom comes and begins with God's wisdom, respecting and appreciating who God is. And the requirements are, or it requires, I should say, moral application. And the moral application is trusting in God and his word, allowing his word to speak to us personally and us willing to obey. Another strategy would be requires practical application. So you've got to have practical application to walk it out, acting in God's direction in daily devotions. So what do we do with that wisdom that we have even in doing our devotions? What do, how do we walk that out? Do we practice what we read? Is it evident in our life every day by people who see us and what they see in us? So another strategy for effective living is the results and effective listening are experiencing what God does with our obedience. So these are great attributes. Think about this. Wisdom can be learned. Did you know that? You probably did, I'm sure. Wisdom can be learned in many situations. In Proverbs 4, 1 and 10, listen to this. It says, young men, listen to me as you would to your father. Listen, grow wise, for I speak the truth. Don't turn away. For I too once was a son tenderly loved by my mother as an only child and the compassion of my father. He told me never to forget his words. If you follow them, he said, you will have a long and happy life. 
Learn to be wise, he said, and develop good judgment and common sense. I cannot overemphasize this point. Cling to wisdom and she will protect you. Love her, she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. And with your wisdom, develop common sense and good judgment. If you exalt wisdom, she will exalt you. Hold her fast and she will lead you to great honor. She will place a beautiful crown upon your head. My son, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long and good life. Wow, that's true, true wisdom, Proverbs 4, 1 and 10. I also like what Max Lucado said in his book, God is with you every day. He says, I quote, Today I will make a difference. I will begin by controlling my thoughts. I will spend time with those I love, my spouse, my children, my family. Today I will spend at least five minutes with the significant people in my world. Today I will make a difference. Are we making a difference in our world that we live in today, especially in our family, with our spouse, with our children? What is the world looking at when they see marriages full of wisdom? They see, wow, this is the marriage that's really working. Or they might say, you know what? They say they have wisdom in their marriage, but I don't see it. Ephesians 5.15 and 16 says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. That's true. The, the world we're living in today, these days are evil. We have no guarantee of tomorrow. So how are we living our lives before those that see us each and every day? What's our testimony look like? Because that is our testimony, how we walk it out. Are we filled with wisdom, God's wisdom? Is it our own wisdom? Or do we depend on God every day for that wisdom in our marriage, with our spouse, with each other, with our children? We have no guarantee of tomorrow, as I said. So what are we showing our children? Is wisdom good in our life? What kind of wisdom are we showing in our workplaces? What kind of wisdom does our do our neighbor see in us? Well, all we have to do is just put it on display every day, and it's either good or it's bad. So I want to share with you something about wisdom from the big book of lists to live by. And these are wise things your grandma told you. You might have heard about these by Patty McGregor. You are special. Manners matter. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Your life can be what you want it to be. Take the days one day at a time. Always play fair. Count your blessings, not your troubles. Don't put limits on yourself. It's never too late. Put things back where you found them. Decisions are too important to leave to chance. Reach for the stars. Clean up after yourself. A little love goes a long ways. Friendship is always a good investment. So we need to tap into our grandparents. The lessons they have lived in life can clearly help us learn to do the do's and don'ts about wisdom. Isn't it true, though? Think about this. Here's some wisdom verses I love. James 1.5. If any of you lack wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. So simply as that is put, if we lack wisdom in anything about our jobs, about our spouse, about our marriage, there it is, James 1.5. All we have to do is ask for wisdom, and God will give it to us. So what are we waiting for? Every single day and every situation, no matter how big or how small it is, we can ask for wisdom. 
Another verse, Psalms 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. That's another great one. Ecclesiastics 2.26, to the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Wow. We can have happiness in our marriage always because we have the wisdom that we need in our marriage. Wisdom in our marriage. Here's a question for you. For example, who else can help us with wisdom? Well, the answer is our parents, those couples who have been married for, let's say, 50 years or plus, our uncles and aunts, friends with years of experience, tap into their life skills. Ask questions. They'll be happy to share with you. Take time to do that. Is wisdom able to help my marriage? Yes, of course. Being a good listener is being wise. Loving your wife like Christ loves the church is wise. Loving your spouse daily in front of the kids is wise. Showing forgiveness is wise. Being humble is wise. Having a happy and cheerful spirit is wise. Living by the guidelines that God gives us will give us the harmony with our spouse and the result will be a healthy and happy house. That's true. When I think of the word wisdom, I think of what are some of the words, what are, what are some of the related words, the adjectives that go along with that as well. And I think of things like knowledge, God's knowledge, discernment, goodness, compassion, patience, faith, strength, maturity, common sense, experience, willpower, spirituality, humility, sincerity, kindness, encouragement, thankfulness, love, comfort, pride, and support. Think of, wow, those are great, great adjectives that interface with wisdom. I mean, words related to wisdom, I mean, those are all characteristics that encompass having great wisdom. Think about this. Think about Noah, how the people must have laughed at him while he was building the ark, having laughing until it started to rain anyways. So keep building your marriages strong. Think about that. Isn't it true? They thought that how foolish was Noah until it started to rain, and then it was too late. So it is important to build your marriage strong. In my Men's Devotion Bible book I read one time, it had a devotion that talked about this, the great house of God. God's house is all about people. Our earthly home should also reflect God's presence. Therefore, as we as husbands and men need to take the lead in our homes and guide our families in wisdom, we need to take care of their earthly needs as well as provide in their spiritual needs for His glory. How true that is, isn't it? How true it is. So show your spouse the great wisdom you can. Share with them every day, one another. Be the leader of wisdom in your marriage. You will be a blessing. So be a blessing. Wisdom is there for you to receive each and every day. All we need to do is call on God for wisdom and make it a great day. Wisdom, with wisdom, you cannot go wrong. Well, thanks for listening today to the podcast. God bless you and continue to make your marriage strong.